My ex-girlfriend's best friend wants to sleep with me. What do I do? A wise red puppet once said, mm. Sharon is Karen. That wise puppet did say that. That's right. It's also a freaky, freaky puppet. So Uh-oh. Elmo. Hardest monster in the sack. I mean, he wants people to tickle him. So. That he that's does. That, that's what he does. He's that's a freaky little puppet. Put it out there. All right. So this actually came from Instagram. So someone reached out, uh, one of our, our followers. I, yeah. I, I've been asked to make the, keep this anonymous. Oh, yeah. One of our followers, um, soon becoming friend, reached out to me on Instagram, Samuel Donner, um, and said, Sam, the time has come to consult you. I need some advice. Uh-oh. And as a master relationship expert, oh man, oh, I goodness. will give that advice. We will we'll try to solve your lady issues. That's right. Let's do it. My ex-girlfriend and I have been broken up for over a year and a half. We did around three years. And then when I moved to California, I lived with my girlfriend at the time. And this other girl will call her P. Ever since I met P, we had a blast together. We became really close friends. Really really close friends. It made my girlfriend at the time kind of insecure, but I assured her, babe, babe, there's nothing going on here because nothing was. Fast forward to last week. P and I talk a lot and she invited me to the movies to see Avatar. Keep in mind, we were just friends. Nothing has happened. Okay. We had an amazing time. Also, Avatar, I think it was an incredible movie. Amazing. Yeah. You you, you saw it. You saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was mind blowing the world bro. and the the like that's that's a world you're in it and you're like just immersed yeah. you're in the story i was act, i was a little like the first five minutes or so i was like oh is this gonna be cheesy because i had like the the subtitles and stuff and i was like remember the subtitles in the beginning and then he's like oh when the oh. navi's talking yeah and he's like oh, oh. And like and like uh i'm speaking a different language but I've, I've heard it so much it might as well be english and then it switches to english right so like and before oh, okay. the switch, I'm like, oh, is there going to be subtitles this whole time? Yeah, like yeah. blue people, I'm going to be able to get into it. After five minutes, I was hooked. Dude. 100%. It was incredible. Um, anyway, we had an amazing time. And then I go back to her place. And then what, what do you think she does, John? She uh, knits a, a blanket, sweater. a yes. sweater, mm-hmm. and uh, gives it to her mom. Nope. She basically confesses that she wants to sleep with me. Woo! So Goodness. OP asks, so what does a man do when he's handed <laughs> lemons? Oh, boy. What do you think he did, John? Uh, he said, um, no, thank you. I'm going to go feed the homeless now. Nope. He said, I made that sweet, sweet lemonade. Ooh, he wee. twisted that lemon around that lemon squirter and squirted mm, those mm, juices mm, mm, all into a cup and drank that shit up. <laughs> it was amazing. Some of the best lemonade I've had. Oh, man. Now it's been around a week and we have feelings for each other, but she feels horrible because she violated girl code with my ex-girlfriend. She doesn't know what to do. They were roommates, but they also are still friends, like B-tier friends, but still Dang. friends. The girl was there for her when she was going through a tough time, but like I wouldn't say they're friends to the point of like when something exciting happens, they call each other. Um, really, I feel like in the moment I was just trying to make her feel more comfortable and damn <laughs> yeah. straight. You made her feel more comfortable. Uh, so what should OP do? Oh, yo, you kind of fucked up the relationship. Yeah. With, I mean, the like, fact that you've already hooked up is the challenging part. Yeah. I, so, okay. So, so this is one thing. Basically, if she gets with you, 
she's definitely putting that friendship at risk. And you, you maybe yeah. it's safe to assume that that friendship is going to be stained because yeah. of this. Just I, to be for, like for sure, safe, like right? you know, it sounds like you don't have a relationship with your ex girlfriend. Yeah, this girl. I, I feel like she's probably not going to have a relationship with your ex-girlfriend either. Yeah. Or But if she does, like, I think it's a little slimy. So, like, yeah. it's, like, definitely slimy, too. It's a little, it's a little, like, if she was to hang out and didn't say anything, it would be a little slimy. Like, yeah. I feel like if she comes clean, it'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like maybe that would clean. be okay. It's like, hey, like, you know, we went yeah. back and be, you know, things happened. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not like they're, you know she's currently in a relationship but it's it's a little little icky territory yeah so if the girl has a relationship with the ex-girlfriend she should probably say something yeah if she doesn't i think it's kind of fair game i think it's fine yeah like if if you don't have a relationship and she doesn't have a relationship then it's fine Well, it sounds like she has some sort of connection to her a b-tier friendship yeah as he put it which i i think i think basically the thing for like as far as you're concerned it's like, hey, we could do this because it seems like you've con- disconnected with if if assuming you've disconnected with her yeah. and it's like, OK, I, I'm you're not you're both not interested in being yeah. uh, connected to each other anymore. Um, I don't necessarily, I guess, see a problem for you, but it's for her. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think she has to figure out her shit. Yeah, Um, for sure. But also, if you're going to engage with a relationship with this girl, just like. You're playing a dicey game, dicey my game. guy. You know, yeah. a dicey game, dicey game. But if you want to play dicey games or share Ooh. your own dicey games, go to r slash OKOP show and share your stories so we can comment on your lives and mm-hmm. give you advice. There Good you go. Good or bad, that is up to you. Give it to us. Welcome to OKOP Scaries, where we tell you the scariest stories on Reddit. This is a part of our series, Counting Down to Halloween. Every episode, the stories get scarier. (sighs) My brother returned after going missing for four years. If he really came back, I'm in huge danger. Four years ago, my brother went missing. There was nothing to prompt it. At 24, he was a good guy. Got top marks in school and uni, stayed clean, was very well built, and had only one girlfriend who he was still dating up until the time he went missing. I say good in quotes, because he was horrible to me. And being a pathological liar and a master at manipulation, he got away with practically torturing me for years. He was 10 years older than me, and it never stopped. I got seriously injured from him up until the day he went missing. He always told me he hated me and enjoyed every bit of pain he put me through. Oh, my God. Tried telling people when I was younger, but everyone believed him, never me. Eventually, I stopped trying. The day he went missing was the greatest and most satisfying day I ever lived. My brother returned after going missing for four years. If he really came back, I'm in huge danger. His car was still parked in the driveway. His wallet and phone were on his desk and his keys in the bowl by the entrance. Police had very little to go off of. It was like he simply vanished. After a year or so, everyone but my mom gave up on the search for him, figuring him to be dead. She, like any good mother, remained hopeful. Everyone else knew better. I knew better. He showed up early in the morning, dropped off by a mysterious black sedan with tinted windows in the front of the house, according to the CCTV. We couldn't catch the license plate, and he had no idea where the car came from or where it went. My brother came out in the same clothes he went missing in four years earlier, obviously well-nourished with his clothes clean, save for an old blackened stain on his chest. 
which people assumed was from the chili he ate the morning he went missing and the dirt on his shoes. The huge mystery came when he knew absolutely nothing. His memory cut the day he went missing and resumed the second he stepped out of the cab of the car. He thought he was still 24 and honestly could have been. A time skip was not the most outlandish theory of the town. Of course, his room was the same. My mom made sure no one touched it when he left for uni. And when he came back and went missing, she did the same thing. She was so convinced that he would return that she allowed no one to move anything. She was devastated and heartbroken. So my dad just went along with it. So did I. The first night he came back, he spent it in the house. My brother returned after going missing for four years. And if he really came back, I'm in huge danger. I've always had my fun with you, but never got to finish the job, you little shit. I woke up suddenly in the middle of the night to him standing at the foot of my bed. He was looking down at me with a huge grin on his face. Literally, it was a huge grin, curling way too unnaturally and twice as large as a normal mouth, as if the corners were cut open with a razor. My lamp was knocked over by my door and it was under him, leaving the light shining up towards him, creating shadows going up towards his face, leaving black areas between his eyebrows and his cheekbones for both eyes. Although they were in void, the eyes were still visible somehow. It was as if they were emitting a soft light underneath the surface. They were glassy, glazed over, completely lacking of blood and life. He was still wearing that same shirt and the pants he went missing in. And the stain on his shirt looked menacing in the light. It looked oozing, pulsing, crawling, as if filled with worms and maggots. His hands and arms right his side swaying gently with rage. In his right hand was a knife that looked sickly familiar. I knew that knife all too well. He moved his arm to hold his knife above his head. He lunged toward me from the end of the bed before I could form any words or cries for help in my mouth. And just as the knife was about to plunge into my chest, I woke up. I jolted in my bed, sitting upright, blood pumping with icy cold liquid coming from a heart frozen in terror. Felt cold and hot at the same time, feeling nauseous and shaking everywhere. I began to feel bile forming from my throat. So I moved my feet to the side of my bed and go to the bathroom. That's when I noticed it. There was that knife laying on the floor. Oh, wow. And the lamp at the foot of my bed. Maybe it wasn't a dream. At this point, I run to the bathroom to do my business, and I'm done. I'm still shaking, so I splash water on my face with cool water. Seems to do the trick for a little. So I head back to my bed. The door was closed, which was wrong, since I left it open to go to the bathroom, using the light from my room to navigate the hall. I walk in to see him back in my room, this time sitting on my desk chair next to my bed, twirling that same knife on his fingertip. My brother returned after going missing for four years. If he really came back, I'm in huge danger. I stood there, still frozen before the fight-or-flight response kicked in. I was going to kill you the night I went missing, he said, with the same unnatural grin on his face, with way too many teeth. But obviously... You knew that. Now, the response kicked in. I hightailed it out of there, slammed the door shut behind me to buy me some time as I heard something inside the room shuffle to its feet. I bolted down the stairs to the front door, ready to grab my keys and spend the night anywhere else but here. As I put my hand in the bowl, I felt a lifeless cold hand already there. Looking for these little shit? He asked slyly. He was dangling the keys in front of me, and I was briefly left wondering, how the fuck did he get here before me? How the fuck is he even here? The thought took only one nanosecond before I ran from the door, prepared to make the journey on foot. I pushed out the door and started to run for the woods. Yeah, 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 I know it's a horror movie cliche, but that's what I did. (laughs) It is. Yeah. I heard the door open behind me and knew he was close on my heels. I felt the familiar deja vu feeling as I realized the events were almost exactly the same as the night he went missing. He chased me then, too. He didn't have a knife then, though. He thought his fist would be enough. 
he was wrong. As soon as I stepped into the boundary of the woods where the fateful event occurred, I turned around to see that he wasn't chasing me anymore. Instead, the knife lay on the grass in a pool of blood right outside the woods. My brother returned after going missing for four years. If he really came back, I'm in huge danger because that night I had the knife and I finished the job. John, you got a mouth, right? Heck yeah, I do. Yeah, and you got some sweet lips, too. And everybody listening has a beautiful mouth that we have to fill with food to survive. And John, the best and freshest way to do that is HelloFresh. Heck yeah, it is. Like, throw your grocery carts right off a cliff because HelloFresh will send your meals right to your door. Oh, and you know, their meals only take 15 minutes, Sam. 15 minutes. And listen to what they got. I'm talking creamy garlic spinach ricotta ravioli. Oh, I'm talking barbecue ribs with buffalo mac and cheese. I'm talking cranberry thyme roasted chicken. This stuff is crazy. We also got the greatest deal on planet Earth. We do? We do. You get 21 free meals plus free shipping. Wait, Sam, are, are you sure? 2019? We No, no, 21. What? 21. And our audience deserves it. So go to HelloFresh.com slash OKOP21 and use code OKOP21 for 21 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash OKOP21. 21. Use code 21 for 21 free meals. Because HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Top dogs, baby! This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Sam, it seems like this podcast has just become the internet asking us to fix their problems in their life, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, hey, we're happy to do that. We're happy to share some advice. But, John, I think we should face the music. We're not professionals. I mean, we're pretty dang good. We are, we are. But if you want to share your thoughts and feelings with a professional, someone who can actually sit down and, like, solve the problems in your life, there is a place you can go. Yes, the perfect place to go is BetterHelp. It's online therapy. You can do it in your jammies. Mm. You fill out a questionnaire, and they match you with an incredible licensed professional who isn't Sam and John. And if you don't like the person you're matched with, Sam, you can switch anytime. With no extra cost. Hey, that sounds like a deal within a deal. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there. So visit betterhelp.com slash OKOP today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash OKOP. So <laughs> a lot to unpack here. He killed his brother. He killed his brother. Killed his brother. Vengeance. For all of the cruelty that he had over the last few years. The question, though, for, in my mind is, he seemed to remember it the other way. Why was it his brother chasing him and not him chasing his brother? Like his brother dealt violence on him right. when he was younger. Right. And he thought when he went away, like that was the happiest day of his life. It was awesome because um, he didn't have to do it. Yeah. And then when he came back, now it's like reversed. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking for that vengeance because he feels like he's ready to kill his brother. And so he was basically seeing himself as his brother. And so that's why like him being like the chasing, that's oh. him actually chasing his brother. Right. Because he basically switched roles in his yeah, mind. He like he, roles. he had this probably a much better life afterward. He's like, I need my I life need to, to return. Yeah. So he basically became his brother. The brother that he, he disassociated hated. from himself and that's actually something that happens like when pe- someone some people like there's that um in in like the the law there's right. this thing where um if it's a, a like a murder of passion you actually get less time if it's premeditated 
and sometimes in a murder of passion, you disassociate from yourself and your own body oh, and you even wow. think that you're someone else. So I think this is what happened to this guy. Wow. Well, I hope this guy's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's not roaming the streets. <gasps> Countdown to Halloween, baby. Ooh.